Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about um, the last two films that we'll be able to talk about before the Oscars release. Uh, today we're talking about Flea and Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, the last two uh, international films that we have to talk about here on the podcast. Yeah, we did a, a great job and talked about a lot of international films this year. So that was good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some really great ones this year. Um, including these two yes including I really I really enjoyed watching the flea was very sad obviously and Lunana was was very cute and sad um (laughs) which one do we want do we want to start off with um uh first yeah sure all right I'm looking at this poster and this poster on IMDb right here looks very Wes Anderson to me like right yeah it's, it's got a bunch of characters from the movie in it um, that are just yeah. people. Yes. The people designs. And the animation has a really fun design for all of its people. They've kind of got like more, like less rounded faces, but they've just got so many different kinds of people on this poster. Every every type. Yes, of... including... Um including um our main our main character our main uh person as a child right next to the yeah. f yeah with a little uh with the little, walkman uh, walkman yeah and then and then one of those creepy um mascots that was at the opening of a what a mcdonald's or something that that happened yeah in the movie they were like babushka mascots yeah at the mcdonald's that opened up in russia in russia yeah they're real scary they were not they were not fun to look at um but yes so uh i guess a quick summary flea is about um we follow this man's life as he goes from where where did he start off like so much happened in this movie i'm like having a hard time recalling it he um, was born in afghanistan he's from yes. kabul yes. uh and during the 80s there was a massive civil war that was fueled by um the american government giving arms to first the people the government of afghanistan and then retreating and giving um arms to the taliban because they were against the the russians and so once everybody retreated from all the Russians and everything retreated from Kabul. It was kind of like a free-for-all and a firefight um, against the government and then the Taliban. So it was a big old mess and a lot of people died and many people became refugees, including um, the main character, Amin. Um, and this Amin, movie is, yeah. yeah, is like a, it's a documentary because they filmed all of this um footage but then animated it it seems like yeah it's not directly i saw i saw in the trivia that it's actually not like a direct animation it's not rotoscoped but it is like reference like whatever shots they got um reference the animation so it uh it wasn't like they were going through Amin's actual face you know to draw it okay oh i see i see um, so, so the, so the animated character might not actually look like, like Amin? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, um, an interpretation of him, okay. but also I think he's supposed to be kind of anonymous, like, uh, 
even though he is a writer and he's part of it. I think it's more like his story is specific to him, but also like it said that there's some people who have different names and stuff in the movie. Too. Right, because even to this day, does he kind of have to keep his story a secret? Because that, that was like a part of the film. So after, so once him and his family fled um, Afghanistan in order to not be uh, drafted, um, mm-hmm. they go to Russia, and then from there they try to get out of Russia and get to, like, Sweden, I believe. Um, and They try to, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so they, they go through different traffickers, and one of the traffickers said that you have to tell people that your family is dead. So, like, to this day, does he still need to tell people that his family is dead? No, I think he's, he's now um, open about it after this movie okay. has come out. But I don't think the Danish right. government is going to do anything about it because he's right. a Danish citizen now. Right. Okay. Because, um, um, yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if, like, they actually had met... Because some of the, with the animation, it, it looks like, like, they've actually drawn out, like, someone sitting and interviewing someone or someone sitting in front of a camera and getting, like, filmed. So I, I was wondering what their reference... What their reference was. If it was an actual person, like, or if the character actually looked like um, Amin. Like, the, so... I don't know. I was just very curious. But it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, this, um, it's, we know that, that he accepted the fact that this was going to come out. Yeah. Um, so, because he allowed his friend to film him and everything. Right. Um, I'm looking at a picture of him and he kind of looks like this guy. Um, it seems like he's definitely like it you know it's it's a it's a take on him but he's very much involved in the process of this movie so it's kind of like that's why it's a documentary so it's very interesting because we don't have a whole lot of documentaries like this and that's why it was nominated for three oscars which are best documentary feature best animated feature film and best international feature film which is really cool yeah it was it was it was very it was very sad, but it was also very fun to watch because we did have the anime. We had, we had a couple different types of animation. There was like, there was a drawing, there was like a style of drawing when like kind of scary stuff happened um, mm-hmm. that was a bit more mm, yeah. blurry and a bit more like shapeless and a bit more scary. Um, yeah. And then you had like the general animation of during the interviews or during like uh, when Amin would tell different different parts of his story. Um, and then we had the actual live photos and some some video footage um, yeah. of real life. Um, so lots of different media in a way in this in this documentary that was that was very good. Like it was very it was very fun to watch. Um, yeah, I love that it was very encompassing of this person's life and also what it, how it affects them currently. Um, as an adult and in their relationships and it's very beautiful I think the way it tells the story by seamlessly you know uh, going from present day to the past and how this person is still growing as an individual Um, and just like and having having a boyfriend who wants to you know live in a house and start a family with him and he's kind of like, in a way, kind of like pulling back from that. And I think doing this this movie kind of like brought him into a self-realization of what he really wanted to do with his life. So, and like his relationships with people. So it's like beautiful because you're seeing the entire thing like happening before your eyes, you know. Um, it's a really yeah. powerful movie. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of a lot of emotions and a lot of a lot of things that are happening to this to this poor man like what he had to go through for one just growing up in general and then and then coming with the coming to the struggle and obstacle of coming out to your family and to just people around you and being accepted and not being like taken advantage of because I was watching this with my uh with I think my roommate would come out and um, some of the stuff that he studies um he was talking about uh, like gay immigrants as well and they could be taken advantage of in a way um, and so it was just 
was really sad to hear about all of this that was happening to Amin. Um, and it just, it's crazy. Like, like I, I definitely, like, especially as it was coming towards the more current time of, you know, yeah. trying to put, trying to put what was in the past in the past and kind of, you know, move forward from it, but still being hesitant to, to be your true self with people like oh my, for so long oh my gosh like it just it sounds horrible it sounds absolutely horrible he had such a difficult like puberty time of his life and then afterwards and like being accepted as an immigrant and knowing all these different languages and it, it just sounds like just the most like difficult and he was like alone too when he was in denmark yeah and didn't have yeah, any had, of his brothers go, or sisters by himself. And he yeah. Like, and oh my god, it just oh my goodness. I just kept waiting for somebody to die, and thankfully, like none of his family members died except for his dad, who was already killed before he left Kabul. So yeah, I think at the end of the film they talk about how like they they don't know what happened to him. I'm I'm assuming he died. Um, since yeah, he got arrested, um, but again, it was never confirmed. But it's most likely. Yeah, I mean, there's just it was so complicated that situation, and it changed the way those cities like acted. And I'm sure you know you could see in the documentary footage that it was like people used to um, dress more secularly, and then when there was like a radical regime that took over it like completely changed the way that people act and dress and you know women covered up and everything when they weren't before and so it's just like a completely different mindset of like the way that this person grew up and this wasn't even that long ago you know right it's it's very um it's very present today i think this movie especially when obviously we have refugee crises around the world and so watching a movie like this really i don't know like i just don't think we see enough stories about refugees because we just like don't have to confront um refugees in our daily life as americans Mm -hmm. and so just like watching a movie like this is so important and, and and interesting and impactful and really just like makes you think about the people who are helping refugees and how the fact that this family had to literally like traffic in the worst conditions to get themselves into a safer place. It's just like extremely heartbreaking. Yeah. And all the scenes that happened in Russia were just so, so terrifying. Just made me so anxious because like, yeah, you have these, these traffickers that are willing to help, but kind of at, at taking advantage of the refugees. Like they don't want to be in Russia because the, the, um, situation in Russia isn't good for refugees either. Um, yeah. And so just trying to get out of there um, and just feeling like it just felt like the traffickers weren't trying to, they were just like, oh, we're trying our best here, but they would, they would ask so much money. And I was just like, what? oh my God. It was, well, it was the so traffickers tense. are like bad people too, in a way, like even yeah. though they're trying to help these people, like they're not really like they're doing it for the money. They're, they're, they're not doing really the bare like, minimum for the yeah they're cost. doing exactly and and the the three different like we we saw three different scenarios of human trafficking the first one was the sisters who went in that giant went crate over in the container cart yeah yeah and, and, and barely and the container barely lived. on a ship and barely yeah. survived yeah oh my god because they were because they were like they were trapped basically in this container with these people because uh, they were surrounded by other containers, and oh my gosh! And yeah, and the fact that they 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 got there, just barely surviving. Oh my gosh! And then there was the, the where they were just walking to the border, right, with the kid with the light up shoes and the old woman. Yeah, and they were they went on the boat. Oh, was that was that the boat one? Yeah, they walked to the boat, and then oh yeah, they had to get on the boat and get underneath and the, the boat, boat broke, and then oh the boat. God broke and then they had the boat was actively sinking so they had to yeah. try to get the water out of it and then that cruise ship the cruise came ship by. by oh 
That was just... It was so much emotion, and the animation was so good, and the voiceover was just so impactful. And then we had, yeah, like you said, we had those really violent kind of um, more rushed drawings, more like um, sketchy drawings that were very like, uh, they had a lot of um, like movement to them. They were very like yeah. Um, yeah. a lot of swooshes and stuff. So it kind of like propelled the whatever's going on forward. Um, yeah. Just the scenarios. And so what... Amin gets out is by going in a car and driving to the airport and he in in the car he had another refugee boy with him and then at the airport they get on a plane and then when they land he was supposed to say that he was just a Russian immigrant but he decided not to do that and he tore up the Russian passport and just said I'm a refugee well, he was um, he was told to rip up his passport. He said that if, yeah. if, if, if he gets caught with a fake Russian passport, um, he would get arrested. So yeah, he, so he had to tear that up and then and say that he was a refugee. Yeah, um, and there was like this whole story that he had to memorize, like his name and yeah. and that his say that his whole died. family would died. Yeah, and then like. Yeah. It's just it's just like he and he was like. 13 or something when he had to do this so yeah and then he finally gets to gets to denmark and he's finally finally able to like be with his brother and like we don't even do we even know what happened to his uh his his mother and his brother back in russia like did they would did they ever it said that they made it back but it was like years later like it took him years and years and years but he was like in denmark alone while his brother and his sisters were in sweden so he yeah. actually couldn't even see them for several years because he was he didn't have any money. He was a refugee living in Denmark. Like he couldn't right. even like leave the country. Like leaving the country is a major choice. Like so you have to be able to leave the country in order to come back into the country, right? Um right. So it was like he had to secure his spot there and like be be somebody who was living off of the government to help him for all of his adolescence and then uh when he became an adult, he could like try to, you know, make it make a life for himself. Right. Yeah. So it was and just like so scary. Yeah. He gets to go to the gay bar. Yeah, he <laughs> like comes out to his brother like, and his yes. sisters, and then his brother drives him directly to a gay bar, yes. and he's like by himself. But he's like, "Wow, this is so great." Yeah. <laughs> oh. I love that part. That was like, that was like the only good part. Oh, and then also something something good can happen to this person. I know it was like so sad. It's just that, yeah, it was very sad, but also like extremely amazing. The resilience of people, and he just kept picking himself back up after every moment. So it was just really powerful and. I just loved it so much. I thought it was fantastic. I I thought the movie was so good, and I just I'm so glad that we had to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so good, so so yeah. so good. So I wanted to read some of these. There's only a few trivia's, but I think they're really interesting. Okay. Um, it says it's the first film to be simultaneously eligible for. The all the Oscar categories that I said before, which is animated, documentary, and international. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Um, uh, and it says Nikolai Custer Waldo, who is in um, Game of Thrones. Uh, he plays Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. He's from Denmark. Um, it says he was blown away by the movie and was asked to join as an executive producer, but told that due to the limited budget, he couldn't get paid. And Custer Waldo responded that they didn't have to since it wasn't the only reason why he agreed to do it. Oh. And then um, Rizamid also joined, and they did the English dub of the movie instead okay. of the, the Danish dub, which I watched the Danish or, like, the original, um, you know, oh, with the I subtitles. 
this one down here. Bong Joon-ho, director of Parasite, listed Flea as one of his favorite films of 2021, calling it the most moving piece of cinema of the year. Oh. I think it was definitely up there for me as well. Um, Oh, man. It was a very good movie, and I, I... I mean, it was just really well done and so emotional, and I... I even like cried at one bit um when they were when they were like outlining what when they were on the boat um yeah I was I was just I was like moved to tears for just the the desperation of the people on the boat this this was the first movie I watched on on Sunday of my of my movie marathon um so that really uh that really painted the attitude for the day um and then uh and luna and i think oh no not lunana lunana was my second to last film of the day <laughs> but yeah, so many movies so, so yeah started the, started the day off real sad but really good really good movie yeah it was excellent do you want to read the plot keywords yes 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 no i want to stop okay sorry imdb keeps doing these little pop-ups um okay here we go plot keywords for flea are gay kabul afghanistan copenhagen denmark moscow russia and stockholm sweden (laughs) wow (laughs) okay there's not even like is there just gay and then and then a bunch of places (laughs) Okay, cool. There's not even like a refugee. Like I feel like that's major point of the movie. It's obviously, let's. I, I'm sure it's in here. Let's see. I'm looking at the other ones. Uh, gay boy, gay bar, homosexual. <laughs> wow. Homosexuality. Oh my god. Re- refugee child. Here we go. Refugee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stowaway. Uh, grief. There we. That's a good. That's a good plot <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. He had to leave his mom. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. I know. And his mother just, just seemed so ready to... She's like, I want I want to go back home. She okay. had to do the most, like, as a mom. Like, I was really... Because it takes its time, this movie, and so you really get to sit with it, what's going on. And just like this lady and the animation that they did for her... You're watching her and she's behaving so strong so much of the mm-hmm. time. And she has to make these very difficult choices for her family and yeah. figure out so much. And she does it all. Like, she figures out how to get these, like, how to get them trafficked out of there. She figures out, like, so many things. And, like, of course, the brother helps, too. But it was just, it was just, like, extraordinarily difficult for these people. Like on a level yeah, that we all just had to endure so much and sacrifice a lot for each other. I also really liked in the beginning, you get a lot of like the inner thoughts of, of him as a child. Um, like yeah. When he's talking about his mother and how like he only ever saw his mother with gray hair. Like he couldn't even imagine her when yeah. she had black hair originally when she was younger. Um, and just like just all those thoughts going through his head as a child was was uh really impactful and just really um it really really brought you into the movie um to get into the head of this person and what they were going through definitely definitely and this movie got a 91 meta score it got 33 positive reviews zero mixed reviews and zero negative reviews the lowest review is a 63 I'm surprised this movie did not get... Did we do this as a snub that Flea didn't get Best Picture? Uh, no, but I think I agree. It's it, it got nominated for all the other things, and it was so good. Like, it definitely was one of the best pictures of the year, for sure. For sure. Um, okay, 91 Metascore. Uh, let's go on Metacritic. Let's look at all these. Did you already say all of them? Oh, wow. 33 positive reviews. You said all those? Yes, I did. Wow. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Well, they're all positive, but 
Let's go to the bottom. Here we go. <laughs> so Slant gave it a 63. That's the lowest, which is very good. Um, let's see. Slant said, The film effectively immerses us in the wrenching details of Amensori, but it keeps us a bit too far removed from the man himself. I wholeheartedly disagree. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's not... I don't know. I think it was intimate enough. And... Yeah. I think there's only so, so much that you could um, explain, especially if this is just a person who's recounting things. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. know, he is talking about what happened and that he's talking through this and you're listening to him speak about it. So, yeah, I mean, we're not really getting a look at who the person is today. I mean, yeah, like it brought us up to current uh, current time. But I mean, it's really just. But I mean, you really got into the head of this person um, going through their whole journey. So, I mean, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going to read the 88 Larson on film. It says gently yet urgently. Flea gives intimate attention to one's refugee story, refugee story, while reminding us that Amin also stands in for millions upon millions of others across the globe who are subject to dehumanization as they simply seek a safer life. Nice. Yeah, and there's a bunch of 100s. A ton. I don't know which one to read. Let's see. Um, it's really great that the, it, like, the, this original Sin one says, like, it's really great that the, um, person who is talking to him, like, the filmmaker, he's his friend, so he, he cares about him, and he, he doesn't want to push him too much to, to tell his story, and it's a very, like, nice, uh, relationship that they have. Yeah. Did you want to just read that one, or you just wanted to, to describe it? Oh, I mean, I basically... It's it, it's just like okay. Amin speaks and the respectful and obviously deeply affectionate way in which Rasmussen tells the story makes the film something special. I kind of liked what the what the Telegraph was saying. So uh, Telegraph also gave it a 100. Uh, this is a film which simply wouldn't have worked in any medium but animation. In an hour and a half, we come to know Amin intimately without actually setting eyes on him at all um it's an ingenious way to tell a story that's both extraordinary and commonplace only with the teller's anonymity tactfully preserved can the tale itself be hauled fully into the light beautiful review this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. That was nice. Very nice. Uh, All right. That's fine. We're done with that one anyway, right? Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about Lunana, a yak in the classroom from Bhutan. Yes. Um, uh, so quick summary of this one. We have um, our main character. His name is... Um, I'm trying to remember how they pronounced it Like in the movie. I think it was like... U- Ugyen? 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 Something like that. 
Uh-huh. Um, he is a teacher from, and I guess he works for the government. So I guess uh, most teachers have, like, government jobs, I guess, in, um, what was the main city he was talking about? It started with a T, right? Um, yeah. Um, trying to, uh, Timpfu? Timfu? Something like that. So he works, he... I'm looking he at a picture of Bhutan, so I'm trying to find... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is located above India uh, and below Tibet slash China uh, and Nepal. So it's it's yes. right in there. It's, it's landlocked. I literally didn't know where the heck this was. I literally just <laughs> looked it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mountainous um, area. Yes, very mountainous. Um, so he currently, so at the start of the film, he's working as a teacher uh, with the government. I, I guess, I don't know, whatever. The government comes into play because the government pretty much tells him where he has to go teach. Um, yes. But anyway. Right. So he's teaching in like a metropolitan kind of city area, but then the government tells him that he has to go teach in Lunana, um, which is... Uh, in the very, Himalayas. Yes, in the mountains like he like the first half of this movie is just him traveling to get to this place the first like quarter of this movie um, yeah it's him traveling to get to this to this town to this uh, village up in the mountains very isolated from everything so it's it's a culture shock for him um it's it's a lot of change um he he kind of has this thought that he doesn't really want to be a teacher I and mean, he hasn't, he's wanted to stop being a teacher for a while. He mostly wants to be a musician. He wants to go to Australia and be a musician, um, mm-hmm. a singer. Uh, but he kind of puts that on hold because the government's like, well, you got to go do this at least. Like you have, you have to do this. So he's like, okay. So, you know, he gets, he gets all of his stuff prepared, it packed up and he like has to take a, like a, bus ride to get to a certain point and then he has to hike for like six days with with yeah. these people to get to the village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's a real village and yeah. it, you really do yeah. have to hike like seven days to get yeah. there it's a straight it's a straight up real place this could have yeah. been a documentary too but it was it was not <laughs> but it was not and then uh he gets there and he you know it's it's very different for him his his phone loses charge uh, it's, yeah. which is, which would be his air, his be. iPod loses charge too. iPod. Yeah. Can't listen to his tunes. Like it's, it's a lot of stuff is changing for this, for this young man. Um, and he's very young. Like he, he seems, he seems yeah. very young to me. Um, and, uh, so, you know, it's temporary. He gets there. It's temporary. He starts teaching the children. He almost leaves. Um, but then yeah. he, he starts to really, uh, really appreciate his job and and loves what he does and loves the minds that he can help um help learn and form um of these adorable adorable children <laughs> the little class present was honestly one of the cutest children i've ever seen in my life she was honestly like her little face i i could not handle it like anything that she said and did i was like shut up shut up you're so cute i can't handle just, it stop just stop talking <laughs> stop it <laughs> oh it's so sweet it's such a sweet little movie and of course he he starts to really um appreciate the culture and appreciate the the simpleness of of um the way that they live and then he leaves um and goes to australia but still like misses them and sings their song at the end um, so maybe he'll go back, but we don't know. It's kind of left left open. Yeah, it's left very vague. I mean, yeah, he's definitely in Australia by the end. Um, and and yes, he he as he gets to know the village people, he um, he gets to know this this lady who sings. She goes up on on a mountain every day and she sings. Um, and she sings this very special song that that we learn later is about one of the people living in the village. It's like based mm-hmm. on his story. Um, and he asks her to teach it to him. Um, and he eventually, like, gets his guitar sent up to him. He gets, like, a care package. He gets a bunch of posters and things for the classroom to make it better. He gets a... He... They, like, make a blackboard. A chalkboard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that they don't have to, like, draw on the walls. And he, like, gets the paper. Like, it's, like, this... Yeah. Doesn't have these things. And it's... And they really have to, um... Really have to be resourceful. They even resort to using, um, yak dung for things i don't do they for, use like that for the chalk tons of stuff 
for tons of things. I mean, yeah, they use it probably for the chalk. They use it for to, to like, start fires. Um, That's right, to start the fires. I yes. think they use it to, like, make paper. Like, they use it for everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's eventually gifted a yak named Norbu, I no, think was his Norbu, name. Norbu, yes. And he um, hangs out because it's too cold outside, and they put him inside the classroom <laughs> for, like, a month. <laughs> I found I found that part hilarious because i was yeah. like yaks a yak can be outside outside <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think they yes. just wanted this yak in the classroom i think maybe he was like an older yak so he needed a like, little bit more care need to be <laughs> he's covered evolution in fur. has made it so this yak can be outside <laughs> <laughs> but he's really cute though so yeah is adorable <laughs> oh my god i could not get enough of norbu so fucking cute uh um, yeah and uh and couldn't and couldn't get enough of this of this actor um shirab dorji he was so cute and he just yeah i just want i wanted him to stay forever and teach the kids <laughs> Well, it's 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 a very simple plot. It's a very simple like situation. Like it's pretty clear what's happening. And I think, you know, one of the reasons why it was nominated was because it has it's very incredible that this movie was even made. It it really is like a very remote place on earth. Mm-hmm. And this is not even a documentary. This is a this is a, like a scripted movie. Like, so the fact yeah. that it was this good with, you know, I'm just going to read this little trivia um, about just the trivia. There's three, there's three trivias and one of them is that it's, it was best international feature film. So mm. the director and the crew loaded 65 mules with cameras, solar panels, batteries, <laughs> lights, and sound equipment for the eight day trek up to the mountains to the isolated Lunana to undertake filming. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, how did they, how did they film this? There's no, there's no electricity. Well, solar um, panels. And then, yeah, so it says, panels. all the actors in Lunana are Highlanders, many of whom who have never seen the outside world. They had never even seen a movie and never seen cameras before. It was also the first time they were using toothpaste. <laughs> That's right. The part where where he brings toothpaste for all the children to use. <laughs> it's so cute. It's that's, it's that's really amazing. sweet. And obviously, all these people are not really actors, so they're that's awesome. That makes me think of um. That makes me think of um. Nomadland. Nomad. Yeah, definitely. That was yeah, for sure. One actor yeah. amongst a lot of people who aren't actors, and then kind right? of like, yeah, you know. It's oh, wow. it's very sweet, and the kids learn about stuff like. And also, when he was like teaching them their ABCs, and he was like, "See for car," and they're like, "We don't know what a car is." And he's like, "You've never yeah, seen a car?" And they're like, "No, no." Okay, what, what about a cow? Is. Okay, cow. We know what cows are. <laughs> we know what a cow is. <laughs> that was so cute. It's very cute. Um, yeah, this movie was beautiful as well. Like just all of the all of the shots you got of the mountains around them, like, oh my gosh, I would I would love to visit a village that's just so isolated from, from everything for like a little bit. Not forever. Yeah. <laughs> but for like a week. A week, yeah. Well, take the week track to get there, stay there for a week, right. and then come back. Right. The people were also super nice. Like, the guys who helped him up the mountain, that one guy was adorable. Like, I just... I loved him. Like I was like, oh my god, he is so cute. I I would let this man take care of me the entire way. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little funny at times because you know he he bought these very expensive shoes that were supposed to be like waterproof and and everyone was yeah. wearing rain boots like just sturdy rain yeah. boots to get up the mountain and they're like they're like oh yeah you really just needed shoes like this those ones kind of suck and it's just like. And oh my gosh, and he just was so against it getting up there. <laughs> and he kept listening to his his iPod and I was like, How is that thing still alive? How's that thing still I know. Like, on? The it's crazy. It gone, lasted like, so long. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Not not to mention it's like, like an a, old iPod. <laughs> yeah, he had like an iPod. Oh, what's it called? I had one that looked like that. It was an iPod um, Just a regular iPod. It was just the original iPod. No, I thought I thought they had a name, an iPod. 
I put color. No, not a not a color. iPod video. No, not a video. <laughs> <laughs> it could play videos, though. I think. I oh, damn. I cannot think of it. I I specifically wanted like this specific iPod. I, I liked how it looked. I liked the clunkier ones because because at, at the point where we were getting iPods, there was like the Nano. There was the um. There was the shuffle. There was the, like, all these other ones were getting made, but I want the classic. It was an iPod classic. <laughs> Great. That's what it was called. Really glad you figured that one out, Emily. You're welcome, everyone. I figured, figured it out. Oh, um, well, it was interesting because, like you said, this is like a culture shock for him. Who is actually, like, this man is from Bhutan. And even this was a culture shock. Like, at least he could talk to them, you know? Like, if one of us went up there, it would be even worse. Like, we don't... Oh, man. Like, what? (laughs) You know? Like, this is a person from the country. At least he, like, gets gets the country. He lives there, right? (laughs) Like, he was really being disrespectful towards his grandmother in the very beginning because he was just like, I want to get out of this. I want to blow this popsicle stand, you know? I want to get out of this podunk town and... That's and then he realized, he said, you know, like, you, know the, like you, you can't leave. Our our family's always been here, like generations it, of. And our she's family like, it's me here. and you, buddy. That's it. Like everybody it's else is gone. Us. Oh my god! I'm like, oh right? god, sad. Oh man. Yeah, he really then, puts up like a had, fuss. He had like a girlfriend or something in the beginning of the movie, but she just he did. Uh, like we just we never knew what happened to her. <laughs> just or if he ever went back to her or anything. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's a, again, it's a pretty simple story. I think, you know, yeah, very simple. It, it even like when he's up there, he kind of is swayed by these people very quickly. Um, and it's not really very gradual. He's like, oh, okay. Like they actually care and this is pretty cute. And, uh, maybe I should care that it, it's like, it's just a night. It's just like a series of nice scenes, and then he really comes to love it by singing in the mountains with the lady, and her yeah. cute like shawl that she wears all the time, and yeah. the kids who are just adorable. Yeah, I thought you know. he was. I thought he was gonna. He was falling for a for a what was right. It started with an S. It was like uh... yeah. I think that, oh, the, it says in, in the credits here that Penzam's actual name is Penzam. Really? This what it says. Oh, <laughs> oh, I do see. Oh, Saldon. I, I think that was the name of the, the girl who sang um, in the in the village. Mm-hmm. Saldon. Yeah, Penzam. That's her name. That's so cute. I can't. I can't with this little girl and her little haircut. I I couldn't handle it. She's just so yeah, cute. I love haircut. This. Oh my gosh. This. Yeah. This. This movie poster like makes me think of, of uh, I don't know, like a poster from the early two thousands. Yeah. Like you just you don't see posters that like look like this very much now. <laughs> right. Know, it just it's giving me early two thousands vibes. Um. Yeah, it it could have been a it couldn't it, honestly like it could have been a lot worse. Like th- you know, I'm not saying that like I don't want to put this country down, but it's like very difficult to make a movie that gets nominated for an Oscar and they did a fantastic job. So, I'm I'm just right. saying like and it's even more difficult if you're not from an English speaking country, you know, uh, in a western world. This is an eastern, you know, it's like very it's very difficult. So, I, I just applaud them. They did such a good job. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, look at these plot keywords here. Um, there's only two. Okay. <laughs> and it's it's shot and village. What 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 what? <laughs> what is the shot what one? What is shot in regards to? So uh, screams on here, Dunkirk, Squid Game. Who got shot? I don't think, I don't know. I think John it just Wick? might be. I don't. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a gun in this movie at all. Grown-ups? So I don't think that that's Who what it's referring to. I don't understand. I don't understand. 
understand this plot keyword. I think maybe like somebody just took the. I feel like they took the um, summary of this movie and it was like shot in the Himalayas, and they just kind of took that one word, I guess, or something. I mean, they were kind of taking shots of rice wine, but no, they were just drink- they were just drinking rice wine. Uh, yeah, he made them drink it like the whole rice wine. Like, yeah, that guy was yeah. super nice. The like, I guess he was kind of like the mayor of the town, and he mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, they they were all just so grateful, and they were just so happy that this teacher was there to teach them because he was like, you touch the children, you're like touch the future, is what they kept saying, and. And he didn't really, like, appreciate that as a teacher until he, like, got to teach kids who really, really wanted to learn, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, let's see. So this movie got a 78 Metascore, which is pretty good. And nine positive reviews, zero mix and zero negative. Um, The lowest is a 70. Yeah, it's a pretty good... Not many people t- critiqued this movie in general. Nine? <laughs> I know. Not I know. We like 30 on here. What, what How did happened? it get nominated for? I just want to know. Like, I just. <laughs> who, who put this movie in a package and, and just and mailed it off to the Academy? Like, like what? Like, what happened? I do like this New York Times review because I felt this way so hard. Okay, it's the 70. It says, The gently efficient story feels like an attempt to illustrate Bhutan's real-life gross national happiness initiative. Um, which, as they, well, they said in the movie, oh, we're supposed to be the happiest country in the world. That's what people say about Bhutan. One of the happiness, the, like, people are very happy there. And, and oh. so they were showing us a lot of very happy people. People who were mm-hmm. happy to live in the Himalayas, and if obviously there was like some people like the drunk dad, um, but it was a generally like pretty, you know, like that one the lady in the beginning was like, "Well, we're you know we're the government, and we we assure that every child in this country has a good education, um, and that is access to education. So we're gonna yeah. send you up to this thing. Remember, remember when yeah. that when that grandma." traveled across the mountains in order to bring her granddaughter to get an education because yes. their village didn't have a teacher. Yeah. Their village is probably even farther away and harder to get to. <laughs> so no teacher yeah. would be sent and out they, there. They had that like a little mid stop up the hill and it was like, I love that they had the like the heights. That was really cool. And it was like this height of this place, little village population three. And it's this, Husband yes, and wife and their numbers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The ele- elevation or something. Uh, <laughs> elevation and then population. Oh my gosh, yes. I love that part too. It's, it's <laughs> such a cute movie. Um, I'm going to read the 90 here because uh, that's the highest we have. Um, from <laughs> what is this place? Yeah. Christ- Sometimes Christian they... Science Monitor. Yeah. <laughs> G- gave it a 90. All right, here we go. Um, Lunana demonstrates, as few films ever have, how inspired schooling can break through even the most abject obstacles. Here we go. I'm going to read this 83. It says, Pao Chong Georgie's feature about debut Lunana, a yak in the classroom, captures the juxtaposition of big city living and small town surviving in a way that resonates beyond its cultural specificity. We all understand the contrast. Yep. Yeah. Um, love this view of these people living in the mountains. Love that it was a, a fiction film too. And that was just like peppered with realistic everything, um, which is always yeah. fun. So yeah. definitely really, really what cool. I needed at the end of the day when my, when my <laughs> brain was, was sad and mushy. Uh, yeah and there's some beautiful singing it really is it's really great they, they sing to the yaks i i love this yeah. the story of the song too where she was like this yak the the guy in the town they they pick a yak by like basically tossing a coin and the guy's favorite yak had to die that year and so he just sings and cherishes this yak and thankful for for giving him 
food because they had to slaughter the yak and i was like oh my god that's so cute that's so sad (laughs) yeah after like bonding with the yak it's just i want to bond with a yak come on i I want a pet norbu (laughs) (laughs) you should get a little norbu stuffed animal oh that'd be cute Oh. oh, okay. So cute. Okay. I love he his. I, I if only if only the hair was uh, curly like the like the Highland cows. <laughs> Those are pretty cute too, for sure. They're very cute with their curly hair. Yeah, they look like a look like um, doodles. What are they? <laughs> they look like golden doodles. Yeah, yeah, golden doodle dogs. <laughs> yeah, so but they're yaks. But they're cows. But they're cows. Yeah. I love this. I just, I love looking at Norbu <laughs> every time I'm on IMDb page. Yeah. All right. Any lasting thoughts about uh, Flea or Lunana Yak in the Classroom? Uh, you can watch Flea on Hulu and you can watch uh, Lunana Yak in the Classroom on Canopy for free if you have a Canopy account, which I got because I am now a member of the Boston Public Library, which was very easy for me to get a library card because I live in Boston, but I could do it online. So it was very easy for me to watch this movie. <laughs> so go yeah, out there. Very nice house. I took one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> By getting a library card, so difficult. And now you have a library card, which is just amazing. Libraries are the best. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, man. Everyone, support your, support your local library. Um, anyway, so that... That was Flea and Lunana, Yak in the Classroom, uh, both nominated for Oscars. Cannot wait to see how they fare uh, with the Oscars coming this weekend. Um, but if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music and Spotify. And uh, please follow our various social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Just search uh, All by the Popcorn. Um, or if it's Twitter, it's By the Popcorn. Um, and just look for our little logo. And if you want to email us, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have some merch, so please check that out. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you after the Oscars. Yes! They're here, Bye-bye. everybody. <laughs> Bye! Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.